Welcome back to Entertainment Marketing Confidential, where we discuss topics surrounding entertainment marketing. I'm your host, Daphne, and as always, we are joined by Eric. Hello. Hello. I was also doing the, the padding thing on the table. Uh, uh, seems- uh, look at us. We're like so musical. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That's not even a word. Today, we are discussing the perils of Peloton. Now. Dun, dun. Oh, and I feel they have some. So you have like the perfect storm of a entertainment marketing shit show with the practicality and the natural lifespan of a brand. So to sort of start this out, let's talk about product placement and Peloton because that's all anyone's ever talking about. So we know there's an episode of Billions where a character had a heart attack, things were fine. But the product placement that sort of just was everywhere was the Sex and the City reboot. And just like that, episode one, Mr. Big gets on his Peloton. And well, we know what happens with Mr. Big. He dies. Now, here's where I think shit's interesting. One, we could do a whole podcast about why Carrie didn't do CPR. (laughs) (laughs) But... I, I have to tell you, I was shocked at the response to this and I found it ass nine hmm. because one, it's a fucking TV show. Two, Mr. And Big you, sucks anyway. Sorry. I'm just well, well, I was just saying it hit like that character. I mean, there were some issues with the evolution of that as well, but I thought it was really interesting. The stock dip, the brand freaked out. Personally, I think they should have said it's a TV show. Like the fact they participate in the hysteria because my takeaway was it's not the bike. Actually, him probably being an avid Peloton user is why he lived as long as he did. Because any asshole watching the show knows Mr. Big has always had heart problems. He Mm -hmm. had heart surgery back in what, season five or whatever it was. So we know he has certain health issues. I thought him exercising is what's kept him alive this long. But the fact they blame the bike I'm like, this is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard. And I think Peloton should have just said, eh. yeah, but that sort of leads us. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just, no, I, I'm just agreeing with you. Like, yeah, it doesn't make any sense why the, the, why anyone would give any credence to that. I mean, it's like saying like, oh, just don't do anything. Cause don't, don't walk because that could give you a heart attack. Don't ride an actual bicycle. Like it makes no sense drive a car, take a bath, you know, whatever. Um, and what I thought was super brilliant was their last minute scramble and he's alive. That commercial with, gosh, was her name Allegra, the coach? So you had Mr. Big, the Peloton and Allegra in a commercial that followed, which I think all this shit was planned, mm-hmm. but it kind of sounds like, well, maybe it was a last minute commercial. I would love to know how you secure talent, write, shoot, find a location and pull off a commercial in 36 hours. It could be done. Sure. But again, brilliant. Like, oh my God, brilliant. Come back. This is fantastic. And then the hand of God went to Peloton and went, if the pandemic didn't fuck you enough, let's get Mr. Big, the actor's real personal life controversy in this. 
it was a wild ride. It was like riding a fucking roller coaster. Let's get our popcorn out and watch A Week in the Life of Peloton. <laughs> they could not catch a break. Which brings us to a comment you made while we were recording a different episode. It's a great product. It's a great service. And in terms of the stars aligning, now you have a pandemic, people working out at home. Just from lightning striking, I mean, this was a beautiful opportunity for a brand. But sometimes you ask, you know, the pandemic's not going to last forever, right? I mean, do What's we? next? <laughs> I don't know. It feels like it. But it's really interesting. Like, you know, with a product like that, I, I'd like to think somebody had some vision to say, at some point in the next year or two, we're not going to be working out at home. So what's next? And I think that's where Peloton should have leaned more into entertainment. Like, I think the response should have been, yeah, of course we're in those shows. We're everywhere. We're amazing. Like, instead of kind of pulling back a little bit, like with the heart attacks, they should have just went balls out. Like, yeah, (laughs) you know, but because of us, a lot of people are alive and healthy. And then- can you give us a timeline um, for people like me who don't know exactly like what was this timeline of the uh, uh, the response to the sex of the city? Like what happened, what happened and how did it all end? Okay, so an episode dropped at like Thursday. I watched it about 1 a.m. Thursday morning. Okay, now hold on. Okay, everyone who's okay, by the way, there's 10 of you who listen and we love you and we appreciate you. You're amazing. Especially you, so, John, maybe. <laughs> if there's a John listening to it's us. It's all about you. It's all about you, Susan. This it's one, all about you, Susan. It's always been you about you. <laughs> Susan and Gary, it's all about them. Um, what's crazy is so honest to God, I don't remember if the show was on Wednesday or Thursday. So you think it drops after midnight on whatever day. You watch the episode and you're like, they just fucking killed Mr. Big. What are they thinking? I didn't think about the bike. I didn't think about something else. But stock dropped Thursday or Friday. Like it took like a whole day for their stock to drop like 11%. Hmm. But somehow by like Saturday, (laughs) there was this response commercial and he's still alive. So Eric, this crazy fucking roller coaster happened over like four days. And this includes now Mr. Big has some accusations against the actor. So Mm. Peloton over five days was just crazy. Normal stock drops, deny, find the quick response. How the fuck do we get this commercial so fast? And then Chris Noth. So it was really weird. And so you look at the history of a brand, like we talk about Coca-Cola or some of these other brands have been around for 7,000 years. Peloton doesn't have that luxury. They haven't been around 80 years. But does four days define who you are as a brand? Absolutely fucking not. You know, so could they have handled it differently? I think so. But I think what sucks is you have sort of that PR, which that blows over. Because I guarantee you, the one thing for sure, someone's going to do something more stupid (laughs) the next week and you're out of the news cycle. Yeah. So shut the fuck up. And it's going to go away. Let's be completely honest. Why feed into it? But you look at supply chain issues, the pandemic sort of winding down, people going back into the gym. What's the next step for Peloton? 
I think at that point with that, when I was talking about like that vision, what happens after the pandemic, to me, this is where you lean into entertainment because you want to create the habit. You want to reinforce the habit. Now, if I have the choice of going back to a gym or working out at home, why do I want to still work out at home? Get Zach Efron or your messenger. <laughs> no, but why? It's convenient. Roll out of bed. You're right there. Why do you have to choose? You do your cardio at home. Go do weights at the gym later. Mm-hmm. Create the habit. Keep the cool factor going. And I think, so they had, you know, two episodes of big TV shows where they had an issue with male characters. Why, why are you not leaning more into entertainment? Why aren't you on, why weren't you in deep water? How come you weren't in whatever we're watching now? They should have doubled down on entertainment and did more product integration because look, the world sucks. Every time you turn on the news, it's terrible. Like we always talk about like, what's that kind of escapism? Lean into it, make it more fun. Like, why are you hiding? If you have a great product you believe in, don't change the fucking formula, but kind of create the habit, reinforce your base. Why are you retreating? Don't give up your base. And that's, what's kind of weird about the year. Like, I just think it's really interesting. I think they, I think entertainment would behoove them. So where, where is Peloton now? Uh, like what I, I, from, from everything I've heard as kind of a, um, someone who doesn't quite frankly, hasn't exercised at all during the pandemic (laughs) and has gained a lot of weight. (laughs) Um, uh, as as that kind of person, I have heard on the outskirts that Peloton <laughs> has um, basically died. Have they? Is the, is is their business? Well, well, here's the problem. Not problem, or here's sort of what's going on. I'm not an expert. I'm just a Coke Zero and Bacardi into this conversation. <laughs> mm-hmm. But okay, for one, sort of when it started, they were hard to get and they're expensive. Yeah. Okay. Now you go through where everybody needed them, work at home, what's happening now. So you have people who are selling them on the second market. Um, I was reading where they're going into rentals where you could rent them because again, they're expensive. That's a big investment for something. Hey, am I going to like this? Not like this. And then, God, was it Nike? Somebody wanted to buy them, Mm. which, you know, I think removing again this has nothing to do with sex and city this has nothing to do with billions there's a natural sort of life cycle to brands so if you have a home exercise bike that had two of the biggest years okay no one would have seen this pandemic coming and then you think what this would have done for demand sales pricing i i just i'd like to see them bring it out of the toilet because anyone i know who has one loves it and people like their spin classes, but maybe people want to go back to in person, like, like with movies. Sure. I could stream. Boy, mm-hmm. I cannot tell you one movie I stayed at home. No, there's a movie I hated and thought it was terrible. And I was like, thank, oh, will you marry me? Sorry. I'm like, thank God I could watch that at home and I'd will have you? to pay my money. To was that it. the, was that the Owen Wilson JLo one? Yes. Was it? So it was pretty bad. Sorry, I, I like thought that. It was, I'm sorry. I, I love it. everybody in the film. I thought the movie was terrible. Maybe I was just bitter because <laughs> I wasn't. Bitter. So in terms of what have we learned from the pandemic? I'm never stepping foot in an office because I've proven my point. I could literally be anywhere and do my job. 
you could be anywhere in exercise. So for me, I don't find going to a gym practical because I think people are gross, but I don't like waiting for a bike. I don't like waiting for the treadmill, but for a lot of people, that's amazing. So the way we sort of what fractured or splintered, we have so many entertainment options, Twitch, I could watch crackle. I could watch HBO max. I could watch YouTube. I got TikTok, whatever it is. Kind of lean into that for exercise. Like for me, I have an elliptical. Mm-hmm. I bought it when I was training to trek to Everest Base Camp. My elliptical is in the middle of my living room. Mm-hmm. I am not kidding. I am not fucking kidding. Here's my TV. Here's my chase lounge. It's next to me. Like it watches TV with me. Mm-hmm. Don't put your exercise equipment in the basement or in the bedroom where you hang clothes on it. It's right here. Like if I'm trying to work out, it's right next to me. So I'll think, you know what? I'm just going to hop on it while I watch 90 day fiance or whatever it is, create a new habit, create a new habit. If you have a good product, what are you doing? And that's where, you know, I'm like, my God, there's so many TV shows we're working on. Like you think show the new habit, how can this equipment factor into your everyday life? Why do you have to choose between the gym and the Peloton? Get on the Peloton and bike your shit while you're talking to, you know, your catch-up call with your friend or while you're watching your favorite TV show. Why do you have to choose? And I think Peloton should just like go in all in. Why are you retreating? So what has their fight? Get in there. What has their brand response been in the last few months? I mean, do they have they kind of retreated back in and, and not been saying anything? Or have they have you seen any big brand messaging in the last few months to recover? Okay. For one, I have never seen a Peloton ad. <laughs> I can't even tell you how they market. I legit have no idea. No, Word seriously. Mouth, maybe. I don't get ads on Instagram, but I know a ton of people who do it. So however they do what they do. And then of course, before we recorded, I do a quick search and a lot of the articles is like, um, like Nike and some of these other sort of, um, fitness, uh, just sort of companies are in this very weird place with their stock. And it's like, what's going to happen next. I just, here we go. This, this is going somewhere (laughs) years ago. I was in Paris with my sister-in-law and I'm walking down the Champs Elysees and these two smoking hot dudes in front of a door with fish on it say, do you want to come in? Yeah. Mary's like, where are you going? I'm like, I really don't know. Actually, technically we weren't sister-in-laws yet. This was after college. This is the first time I ever saw a Sephora. 10,000 square feet on the Champs-Élysées. And for those who don't know Sephora, cosmetics, perfume. Like this was, I, I just, I've never experienced anything like this in the store. The smell, the music. Um, I tend to like makeup. So to go play with just, this lipstick and something else. And what's so beautiful about the French salespeople, they don't bother you. I was in there for three hours. And then my friend, now sister-in-law, she loves perfume. And they had this, they call it a note bar where um, I like uh, Michael Kors. Okay. These are the main notes of Michael Kors in terms of the scent. You might like these other perfumes based on the notes you like. And you could just go around this note. Like she was there for hours. Flash forward in the future, you could get Sephora at JC Penney's. Is this the same experience? 
Mm, I'm going to say no. no. Ah, got it. Sephora should not be in Atwater, California. To go from, there's maybe three locations in Paris, just exquisite. Again, everything about going in there. And then when I went on my honeymoon, I told my husband, first stop Sephora. My husband goes, what the fuck am I going to do in Sephora? Smell <laughs> things. He was at the note bar for hours. He's like, this is fascinating. Like, like with cologne, like, but it's just that whole idea. Um, it's, a uh, why is Bacardi the first thing I thought of? Like, whatever <laughs> style, like uh, sandalwood or cinnamon or where the fuck it is and how it goes into different whatevers. And for me, I just sit there and play with different cosmetics and skincare lines. And it was just 10,000 square feet of amazing. And I kind of feel Peloton is going down the Sephora route a little bit. Mm. You have this amazing experience. Uh, you have your own trainer, you have the classes, you have the bike in your home. Why is shit being sold on the second market? Why are we doing rentals? Like I kind of get rentals, like, like that kind of makes sense, but don't do the Sephora thing. Your Peloton, like create the habit. It's okay to have a premium fitness product and people are still going to want to work at home. Like we were saying, like how habits have changed over the pandemic. I love having Target bring things out to my car. I like having people deliver food to my house. I like not having to commute four hours a day. So while the world is opening back up, there's still a place for Peloton. And I don't know why they're backing away. I think they should like create the new habits and I, Again, I've made a career out of entertainment marketing, and I will always talk about the power of entertainment marketing, but instead of letting a couple of TV shows sort of dictate who you are, go all in, like use entertainment to show what's beautiful about your brand. Rolling out of bed and working out is always going to be attractive. I wonder if maybe... Because I've noticed this with TV that um, a lot of shows have decided to not include the pandemic in their plot lines. And I wonder if maybe they should. They, sh- they shouldn't. Like, who the fuck was it? I could watch that on the news. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but maybe that's why Peloton is having a, a hard time with entertainment because they, you know, the, the idea of working out from home, there's not really plot lines because they're trying to avoid, TV shows are trying to avoid wait, that. Wait, wait, line. wait, hold on. You just proved my point. Okay. I don't know how. Removing removing the pandemic. People still work from home. Yeah, that's People true. could still work out at home. So why the fuck is Meredith Gray not on her Peloton as she's doing research or whatever for her, whatever the, shoot, is it Alzheimer's? Whatever her clinical study is. The point is post-pandemic, Pre-pandemic, pandemic, there's always space for Peloton. And I think they need to create that fitness habit. Here's the thing. So I go into an office. Why can't I do Peloton in my office? Let's pretend it's 2018. You know what? It is 2019 and we're having this conversation. Why not have a Peloton in your office? Why not have a Peloton where you wake up, you do your thing? Like the whole idea of you wake up and work out your whole day is different. Create the habit. And it was, I'm sorry, I can't talk about creating habits without talking about people who own movie theaters. Y'all need to double down and get people to create the habit of going to the movies. I make my children go to the theater because it's something I value. Not everything you have to do is in your fucking home. Mm-hmm. Leave your home to go see movies. Sometimes you go to the gym. 
Sometimes you work out at home. I think the, the kind of common denominator is there's different solutions, different strokes for different folks, but also depends on your mood. One day, I maybe I want to do my weight routine and aerobics class at the gym, but that's no reason why not on my Peloton three days a week. And why can't I do that? And it's it kind of feels like that, kind of like how we always kind of talk about brands doing us dirty or not understanding what we're talking about. You know, the way we consume content has changed and will always expand. How we define entertainment will always expand because TikTok wasn't a thing or watching you know, dumb shit on Instagram wasn't a thing how many years ago. Mm. When it comes to health and fitness, there's no arguing it's good for you. Mm. What's important is you do it. So Peloton, maybe go back to, you know, the people who are just starting to work out where it's intimidating. You know, maybe instead of becoming discount, whatever, who are your trainers? What are your videos about? I've never done it. I've never done a Peloton class. I don't know what anything is. But I do feel there's that, not barrier to entry, but I think there's an intimidation factor. It's because like it's a luxury. They should, it's a luxury. One, there's a price point. There's a price, there's a very real price point consideration. But people who are new to working out, there's going to be people who, you know, okay, if I go to a gym, what am I going to do? If I go to a Peloton class, is everybody super fit and it's a spin class and I don't understand it? You're going to have a segment of people with disposable income who are new to working out. I'm not saying that should be all of it, but there's still a very viable audience for Peloton. Find those people and show the habit, create the habit. Like, I mean, that's the whole point of advertising. I mean, that's half the part of marketing. And you think with entertainment marketing, how do you sort of introduce what this is or reinforce what it could be? Look, data shows people love laughing, like sort of that kind of experience with film. And we love horror. Mm. We do horror, whatever reason, the same endorphins, the same, whatever you have that same affinity for things you see while you're scared is when you're laughing. Why? It just shows people are fucked up. So go, what are we watching? What are we doing? Fuck it. Do a TV show about a Peloton instructor. Like there's still a space for them. There's still a space for working out at home because even if you're living to an office, sometimes I got to drive to the gym. I have to shower and then the thing, then the drive over there. Pandemic, no pandemic. There's always going to be that sort of workout at home get in there and then have like, you know, whatever show, whatever actor, honestly, I would be all over talent because we all know people are still working out at home. Mm -hmm. I'd be gifting bikes to different, when I say influencers, I don't mean I've got 30,000 followers and I live in Denver. Who are your fans? Who are your celebrity fans? Let's go. Let's do like, uh, Leah, Michelle's going to go live and we're going to do Peloton together. What is it? You can still engage your fans in a fun way and use celebrity and entertainment post pandemic. And that goes for any brand. Like you think, uh, what do you think? Like shipped? Um, like you think of the other things that sort of rose out of the pandemic, mm. having my food delivered, having my groceries delivered. You think that shit's going to change? Hell no. We're lazy as fuck. We've learned <laughs> that. <laughs> um, maybe, uh, uh, yeah. Conference calling teams and zoom and all that. Uh, just staying, yeah, is what we're doing now. 
Day drinking. Day drinking. Thank you. <laughs> so, you know, there's the, the pandemic sucked, but it wasn't all bad. There's some things in terms of shifting how and what we do rise from the flames. Peloton, you could do it. I mean, I'm still never going to buy one. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. If they were cheaper, though, then would you? If they were cheaper, would problem you? problem is... Okay, everyone, you're going to get my answer. I have way too many issues with my butt to sit on a bike. So for me, they're uncomfortable. I hate bikes. All right. You know what? I can, I can buy, I can understand that. Yeah. I got tailbone, I got tailbone issues. I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. But the whole idea is, you know, it's okay to, okay. When we were talking about like the brands, the idea of it's okay to be decent. It's okay to like money. It's okay to have fun with your brand. <laughs> like your Peloton, go, go have fun, go forth, find your new consumers and put your shit in more TV shows. And by the way, as we all know, most people know it's a TV show, suspend disbelief. And you just had a golden opportunity of a shit ton of free press. And what did you do? You backed off. Mm. You should have leaned in and went, damn straight, we killed that guy. It's TV. We trust sex in the city. We all know it's a TV show. Who gives a shit? That should have been your response. Because then <laughs> I probably would have bought a fucking... Wait, if they would have said that, I probably would have bought a fucking bike. Because I would have went, ballers. They could have had the Mr. Big Challenge where if you uh, die, you lose. And so everyone tries to do the Mr. Big Challenge and not have a heart attack on Peloton. That would have been great. It just gets me, to me, it was so fucking obvious. The only reason that man was able to smoke a cigar and talk to his wife that day is because he put exercise into his life. Peloton kept him alive as long as, wait, a guy who doesn't exist, who's a fictional character, I feel his <laughs> exercise routine extended that. Wait, you don't blame the bike, you blame the writers. And by the way, we should blame the writers for a lot of things with the reboot. That show was not good. Y'all need to get your shit together for season two and redeem yourselves. But anyway, yeah, no, what the fuck was that? I, by the way, I watched every single episode the second it dropped after midnight and I'd stay up to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Sounds, I just, like, it's, sounds like not a pleasant way to spend your morning then if it was not good. Oh, I loved, I, wait, wait, I loved it, watched all of it, but I just... It was one of those like um like a high school reunion a little bit like we could see characters you really liked and you know some things are and I think that embracing the familiar was important uh, but then okay. you take what we liked about these characters and like some of them you're like who the fuck are you like like Coke Zero like it's just like <laughs> you took a random character we love and changed sort of the core of who they are and it's just a couple characters because. If it was this, if you're the same person 20 years later, you got a problem. Mm. Like you expect a certain evolution to some characters, and there's some where you're like, what the fuck happened to you? You're not the Sarah <laughs> Jessica Parker I know. I don't she know the character. Great. Okay. Now I see, know. I think she killed big, not Peloton. Uh. <laughs> no, but even that, but by the way, it's a TV show and big needed to die. So we could debate her doing CPR, the Peloton, his cigar habit, her choice in the entertainment that night. But we just needed this character to leave the show. Come on, people. It's a TV show. Go with it. Let go and let God. <laughs> Peloton, getting rid of your least favorite characters on TV. That's a good angle. Oh, then they need to, 
Oh, does that, I said they get rid of Andy. Oh, Andy Taylor is no longer Dread Ram. So they should have, they should should have tried to put into Game of Thrones to get rid of Joffrey, not the poisoning, the Peloton would have been great. Perfect, perfect placement. Off the people you you unlike, is that a word? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so it was just, you know, I think, you know, Peloton had a really weird year, you know, and I think it doesn't have to be that way. So what can I say? Peloton, <laughs> good luck. We believe in you. Zach Efron, try to get him. He's got great legs. Oh, Zach Efron, I definitely believe in you and all of you. <laughs> um, anyway, so look, what do we discuss? You know, product placement. Sometimes, you know what? I've seen brands drink and drive. I've seen, you know what? It's a fucking TV show. Enjoy it. Keep leaning into it. I'm obviously a proponent of product placement and brand integration, but you know what? It should be fun. And it shouldn't be taken all that serious. I don't know. That's all, I don't know. Anyway, so next time we have a very exciting episode coming up. We are going to discuss legends. Now, legends are everywhere, but we're going to focus on the letter B because that's just a little teaser because just of recent events, it's going to be legends with the B. Eric, it's good chatting with you. Yeah. Always. As always, and see you next time, Susan. Yeah, and to our TED listeners. Susan and I forget, Gary. We are here for you. <laughs> hey, follow us on Instagram at Entertainment Marketing Confidential or at Entertainment Marketing on Twitter. I'm Daphne, that's Eric, and bye. Bye.